This is No Fee TV, where legal help is always free. Good evening and welcome once again to No Fee TV, where legal help is always free. If you have specific questions on tonight's topic, we encourage you to call in at 412-333-PCNC. Tonight, what do you do if you're hurt on the job? Can your employer fire you for not being able to work? What benefits can you receive? And what if those benefits are stopped? Two of the partners from Edgar Snyders and Associates are here tonight and they have answers for you. Joining us are attorney Rick Rosenthal and attorney Dennis Liotta. Rick is the firm's managing partner and Dennis manages the workers' compensation and social security disability departments. Thank you for joining us, gentlemen. Thank you, Shelley. So why is discussing workers' compensation so important? I'm sure a lot of people think, that'll never happen to me. I'm not going to have to worry about it. 3.9 million people a year go to work and are injured in job-related accidents. Many of them work jobs that are mundane. They're office help, they may be secretaries, but other people work in the steel mills. Nonetheless, when you're injured on the job, there are benefits called workers' compensation benefits that, are your, that is your ability to collect when you've been injured. Right, and, and as Rick said, most people when they're injured on the job don't realize that they are entitled to workers' compensation benefits. Workers' compensation benefits, Shelley, as Rick expounded, is that benefits for people who are injured and have been off for a certain period of time. They're entitled to get workers' compensation benefits and also to get the medical bills paid as well. Why do you think a lot of people don't know that they're entitled to that? You would think that employers would let them know that. Yeah, but unfortunately, most employees do uh, allow the workers to know that, but a lot of people don't. A lot of people, when we receive calls from, from clients, they don't, employers don't tell them the things that the, what they should do, like notifying uh, and providing an incident report or an accident report as well. All right, when do you need a workers' compensation attorney? When an insurance company denies responsibility, when an insurance company for people who are injured on the job and they receive a letter from the employer of the insurance company asking them to go back to work and they feel that they're not ready to return back to work. All right. And would you like to elaborate that on at all, Rick? You have 180 days from the date of an incident to file a workers' compensation claim. If you don't file that claim, it can be barred forever. And what you have in many instances, it's not just a workers' compensation claim, which may be for medical benefits or for compensation called indemnity. You may have a third-party action, and that involves pain and suffering. So at Edgar Snyder & Associates, we're looking to protect the rights of an individual, just not for a workers' compensation claim, but in many incidents, the same accident develops a workers' compensation claim, a personal injury claim for serious bodily injury, as well as a Social Security disability claim for full disability over the course of one's life. Yeah, and as Rick said, is it's oftentimes that we have actually two or three cases in the same case. We have a Social Security disability claim and we also have a workers' compensation claim in addition to a personal injury cause of action. What if your employer doesn't want to help out or isn't willing to help you with the claim? Well, the first thing when a person is injured, what they should do is they should file an accident or an incident report with the employer. They should also obtain names of any witnesses as well who witnessed the event. All right. Did you want to add some more about um, what people should do whenever they are through that checklist that Dennis had mentioned? Well, it's very important to put your employer on notice of a claim. 
and in many instances that employer gives you access to a panel of doctors and making sure you get medical care in a timely manner is essential to protecting your rights because many employers say any delay in attempting to get care shows you're not injured on the job. So you're basically fighting a an employer that wants you working because you're productive and at the same time there are certain instances where you can't work because your injuries are so severe. The and doctors, the doctor, go ahead, Dennis. And as Rick said, I mean, there's, there's statute of limitations or notice requirements in both situations. You have three years from the date of the injury to file a claim, but more importantly than that, you have to give notice, as Rick said. If you don't give notice within a certain time frame, you can be barred or precluded from pursuing a worker's compensation injury. But how do you know when you actually need an attorney, when you have to call and say, okay, I need some help here. What are some of the things that would indicate that? Well, Shelley, as, as, as Rick was saying, when a person who's been off of work and for whatever reason the insurance company or the employer denies the claim, you, you need to call an attorney to help you try to get workers' compensation benefits. Also, if you're in danger of losing your benefits, people who are receiving workers' compensation benefits and they receive a letter from the employer or the insurance company asking them to go back to work and they feel that they're still too disabled from going back to work. And how do you know to look into what kind of an attorney to look for, actually? You really should look for an attorney that, that handles a lot of workers' compensation cases. At our law firm, we have, an, we have eight attorneys who do nothing but handle workers' compensation claims on a day-in, day-out basis. All right. Well, we have a lot more ahead of us, so we want to make sure that we get to that. Would you, either of you like to add anything else before we go to break? It's important to understand that when you're working, and your employer says you're not entitled to benefits but you were injured on the job, the laws of the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania provide that you should be benefited, benef you should receive benefits either through um, indemnity, which is dollars lost, or through a medical benefits, and that's your right under the law. Dennis, probably most of us don't know exactly what to do and what could hurt a case, what couldn't hurt a case whenever we do have to file a workers' compensation case. Can you explain the basics of the Pennsylvania workers' compensation? Right. When you're injured on the job, as I indicated earlier, Shelley, what you should do is you should immediately report the injury to your employer, and that can be by completing an accident report or an incident report. If possible, also try to obtain names of witnesses who may have witnessed the accident. Usually then after you report the incident to your employer, most employers have a list of panel physicians and name of five physicians where under the laws of Pennsylvania they have to treat with that doctor for the first 90 days. All right, and what if you report the injury to the supervisor, your supervisor is supposed to file the report, but what if they don't? Well, then you should, you should really consult with an experienced work compens workers' compensation attorney. We receive a number of calls on a day in and day out basis where, for whatever variety of reasons, the employer does not report the injury to, to the Bureau of Workers' Compensation in Harrisburg. What, what would be some of the reasons that they wouldn't do that? Usually there, there are some reasons. It could be they may not have workers' compensation insurance in the first place, or they want to keep their claims under a certain number of claims per year, Is or they feel that the, the employer really didn't suffer an injury on the job. Is that legal to not have workers' compensation if you have a business or something no, like that? No, okay. you have to have workers' compensation insurance, but unfortunately in today's economy, there are some employers out there who still do not have 
workers' compensation insurance. All right, talk about 20 years you've spent dealing with this kind of thing. Talk right, a little bit about right, yeah, that. I've, I've, so I've what have you seen? I've been with Edgar for about 23 years, uh, starting in, in May of this year. I'll be with him for 23 years. And unfortunately, we see a variety of accidents, even though that I've been with him for the last 23 years. There's always something new that you learn, and, and with you, and you talk to people. Is um, I wanted to mention before, when you need an attorney, some people are so fed up with this system, people who have been on workers' compensation benefits for a number of months or even a number of years, and they just want to get on with their life. They want to maybe look into a possible resolution of their claim and get a lump sum and basically go on with their, with their lives. Do a lot of people try to handle it on their own? Yeah, and that's one of the problems, quite frankly, is because when they try to handle it on their own, they'll, they'll get a call from the insurance company, and although they may seem to be their friend, and Rick can attest to this even on the personal injury side, they really don't know what the system is. They don't know how insurance companies judge or evaluate a workers' compensation claim. The danger of handling the case yourself when you have no knowledge of how the system works is you may take uh, an amount of money that is really not compensating you for your loss and then a year down the road you wind up with no compensation at all, meaning you, you've lost your medical benefits because you've signed them away, you've lost your indemnity benefits and you still have this injury. So you have to be very careful what you do and when you actually have a workers compensation claim that claim can actually have an adverse effect if you're in an accident where there is a third-party liability claim. And an example is people who are involved in terrible motor vehicle accidents where they're driving a tractor trailer. Somebody comes and forces them off the road. The individual who's that truck driver has a claim for workers' comp because he's working in the scope of his employment. But he also has a cl claim for what's called pain and suffering. And that pain and suffering and non-economic damage claim can be huge and if the workers' compensation claim does not have the injuries and the proper uh, delineation as they exist in the personal injury claim, you can actually lose one of your rights by somebody improperly filling out paperwork in the other case. Dennis, we have about 30 seconds. What types of benefits can workers receive? Workers receive, as I mentioned before, Shelley, a weekly workers' compensation check, and that, quite frankly, is determined by how much they earn uh, in a week. Uh, workers' compensation in Pennsylvania is designed that if you earn X amount of money, you would be entitled to Y amount of compensation. You're also entitled to have medical bills paid anytime you go to the doctors, prescription bills, physical therapy bills. Should you even need to have surgery under the rules of workers' compensation, the employer and the insurance company are responsible for those payments. Again, so many people think, I'm not going to need this. Why would I have to bother with knowing all this information? Before we went to the break, we wanted to talk about IMEs. Right. What is that? That all about IMEs under the workers' compensation law is called independent medical examinations. And when a person who is receiving workers' compensation benefits twice a year or once every six months, the insurance company is entitled to what is called quote unquote an IME or an independent medical exam, where they don't have to listen to the opinions and recommendations of your doctor. They're entitled to have what's called another doctor or a second opinion go see that person. So can you choose a doctor or do they choose no, one for you? How does all that work? Unfortunately, they choose a doctor and unfortunately what we see is they, that they see doctors who are basically geared to the insurance company. I've had a number of clients who say that it takes longer to get out of the car and walk into the doctor's office than for that doctor to actually see that person. All right. Now, like, my clients seem to see 
the same doctors on what we refer to as defense exams over and over again. Dennis's clients, in many instances, when the carrier has asked them to go see a doctor, for whatever reason, they go to the same doctor that the carrier is requesting over and over and over. Light duty jobs, what is that? In an attempt to get people back to work, which is the goal. People want to get back to, goal, to work. The goal is to place them in a position, and if you can't place them in the same position they were in before, then you place them in a position where they're working and they may be paid less money uh, in the new position and still be entitled to workers' compensation benefits. The way the workers' compensation law works in Pennsylvania, you're entitled to be paid $900 a week if that is two-thirds of your salary. So if you made $1,350 a week, you're entitled to $900 in compensation or indemnity benefits. And because of that, that is a substantial amount to help you, your, you and your family move forward in life, and that's the importance of these benefits to families. Well, a company doctor tried to force you back to work before if you're ready? A company doctor can say he believes that the person is not seriously injured, and therefore it's his recommendation that the person go back to work. And they're not permitted to get their own doctor until 90 days have passed. Right. And therefore, you may be in that middle period where clearly you want to feed your family. And if the company doctor says go back to work and you feel physically that you can't do it, you're put in the position where you attempt to go back to work. And in many instances, people find that unfortunately that can be counterproductive to their eventual uh, recovery. Or as a follow-up to what Rick is saying, if people feel that they're not ready to go back to work and they choose not to go back to work, what happens, Shelley, is that more likely than not an employer in the insurance company will file a petition to terminate, suspend, or modify that, workers comp that person's workers' compensation benefits. And just as you do not have to listen to the independent medical exam, unfortunately the insurance company doesn't have to listen to your doctor who's keeping you off of work. And as a result, they'll try to file a petition to stop that person's checks. All right. Thanks, Dennis. We are going to answer questions from viewers when we come back right after this break. Thanks for staying with us. The content provided on No Fee TV is of a general nature and is intended to be of general interest to the entire community. The information presented is not intended to be construed as legal advice for any specific legal case or legal problem and is not intended to create an attorney-client relationship. Each legal situation depends on its own unique facts, and no person should take any legal action without first consulting with their own attorney. Neither Edgar Snyder and Associates nor PCNC intends to be liable for any claim damages or injury resulting from the use or misuse of information presented during this program. Welcome back to No Fee TV, where legal help is always free. And we're talking tonight with attorneys Dennis Liotta and Rick Rosenthal from, of course, the law offices of Edgar Snyder and Associates. And we're going to take these last couple of minutes to answer some questions from some viewers. Here's the first one. What happens if you're injured in an accident on your way to work? General law, Shelley, is that going to or coming from work are not compensable. However, with the workers' compensation system, there are a lot of gray areas, and one of the gray areas is it's called the going to and coming from um, from work. It all depends upon other factors. Are they in a company vehicle? Do they get paid from the time they leave the house to the time they arrive to their place of business? Are they paid mileage? So what, te what this tells you is the need for an attorney is based upon not only protecting your rights, but knowing your rights. 
And we know as attorneys that while certain people will argue that under no circumstances shall workers' compensation benefits be given to an individual who's on his way to work, there's like five or six different exceptions in the law that says that should occur. And an example is people who drive and they're paid mileage and they go from their house to a work site and they're paid mileage to go back. That's one of the exceptions that says that that person's within the course and scope of their employment and is entitled to workers' compensation benefits. And it's important to understand what your rights really are. All right, here's another question. I was injured on the job and currently receive workers' compensation, but I just received a notice that they're going to stop my benefits. What do I do? Well, again, what they have to do is they have to find out, is it your own doctor who's releasing you to go back to work, or is it the independent medical examination doctor who released you to go back to work? As we mentioned earlier, Shelley, under the laws, the insurance company and employer have a right to send a person to an independent medical examination twice a year or every six months. So they need to see what kind of doctors releasing them to go back to work. Also, they're releasing them to go back to their regular duty job or light duty job. And what they have to do is they have to check with their doctor to see if he agrees with those restrictions and limitations. What is a lump sum settlement and why should people be concerned with that? A lump sum settlement is for people who have basically been in the workers' compensation system and they're collecting checks and they've been approached by the insurance company about possibly resolving their case and getting on with their life. Or on the other hand, we see people who are just sick of this system of being on workers' compensation benefits and they want to end it and they want to maybe start a business on their own or go back to school. All right, here's another question. One more before we have to go. I'm on workers' comp. My neighbors told me someone was asking about me. Can they do that? Oh, yes. I mean, they can, they can do what's called surveillance on a person. And generally, with, as long as they don't go on to that person's residence or on their property, they can videotape that person. They can, they can check with their neighbors to see, is this person going to work? They can also follow that person. Usually, we tell our clients, if you see a white panel van sitting down at the end of the block, there's a good likelihood you're being uh, conducted with surveillance. I would think, too, with Facebook, Twitter, people have to be very careful what they're putting online. This is an adversarial process. The whole workers' compensation law is based upon people having rights, and the government, or in the instance of the uh, companies who employ you, looking to see what rights you really are entitled to. So they will go to your Facebook page. They will go anywhere and anywhere to see whether or not your actions are consistent with somebody who's injured. And clearly you should be on notice anytime you're making a claim to uh, act appropriately, but that's truly what people do. Most people, and we've been doing this, I for 35 years, Dennis for a little less, really want to get better and get back with their life. And so uh, while we're concerned about Facebook, it's just one of many things that they have to look at. Yeah, and we do have to be careful no matter what. Thank you so much, both of you, for joining us Thank tonight. Thank you for having us, Shelley. A lot Thank of great information. That just about wraps up this episode of No Fee TV. Again, a special thanks to Rick Rosenthal and Dennis Liotta for helping us understand Pennsylvania's very complex workers' compensation system. If you have more questions on workers' comp and what to do if you're hurt on the job, visit edgarsnyder.com. While you're there, you can download a free ebook on workers' compensation. Next week, we'll be back here with attorneys Todd Berkey and Cindy Donnell. They'll reveal the do's and don'ts of what steps to take if you're in an accident. Thanks for watching, and we'll see you next time.
Thank you again for tuning in to this edition of No Fee TV, where legal help is always free. If you have a topic you would like us to cover in a future show, please reach out to us at edgarsnyder.com. You can also connect with us on our Facebook page or on Twitter and Google Plus using the hashtag NoFeeTV. See you next week.